Hi, my name is Cecilia Mandrick, and I'm a life coach. I've worked with dozens of high-achieving individuals who feel in control of every aspect of their lives except their own happiness. In this podcast, I'm helping to bring self-proclaimed overachievers the practices, mindset shifts, and actionable steps they need to build more contentment, confidence, and joy in their everyday lives. If you want to create more happiness in your life, relationships, or even just your Mondays, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to Happiness Created, episode number 20. I am your host, Cecilia. Today, we're going to talk about boundaries. First of all, holy cow, how do we get to episode 20? I think the snafus of the last couple of weeks with episodes have been figured out. This is entirely user error on my part, um, thinking that I'd submitted things when I hadn't submitted them. And yeah, but here we are. Uh, if you listen to Making Mistakes, you know that one of the one of my growing edges is um, being more okay when I'm not uh, when I do things like this, right? When I mess up because I'm a human and I have a new baby and all the other things that are going on in life. So holding myself to a standard of, yes, I want to have a podcast episode out every week and understanding that apparently I make mistakes sometimes like everybody else and it's okay. Uh, let's do a little life checkup to or check in, I guess is, is the word you're supposed to use. So it's getting colder here in Maine. Um, we, I'm finally getting to wear my, my insulated onesie, my Carhartt coveralls that keep me super warm, which I, um, I love. I just put them on there. It's a one-stop shop. I put those on my boots on my hat and I'm ready to go outside and play in the very cold weather. It's been beautiful here. We're starting to get those, um, I don't know, all the puddles are freezing in these amazing ways. And I got to go swimming in the ocean for the first time since having the baby, um, which felt really amazing. I say swim, but it was just a dip. So, you know, in and out. I was in there for maybe 30 seconds or a minute. Okay. How's your life going? What have you been up to? Um, We're in the holiday season right now, if you're listening to this in real time, and those can be challenging for people for different reasons. So if it is challenging for you, maybe think about what's coming up in your brain, what thoughts you're having that are making it more challenging. Maybe just show up for yourself um, with grace, maybe do some breathing, yoga, whatever it is that helps you feel more like you, caring for your nervous system. And if you want support, get in touch. Okay. So boundaries. Um, and I have my notes over here. They're written down. So if you hear some of that noise, that's what's happening. We don't have a baby with us today. So no baby noises. Sorry if you miss those. Okay. So I'm going to give an example of someone setting a boundary and we're going to use that throughout just because I think it might be a nice framework. So let's say that I have a friend, um, and my friend is usually running late and that's just we're just going to say that that's how how that friend is. I've decided that I'm going to value my time differently and I'm and I'm doing this from a place of love. So I'm not mad at her, I'm not angry at her, but from a place of love and love for myself and for her, I'm saying that I'm not going to wait more than 15 minutes at a cafe for her. This is funny because if you know where I live, you know there are no cafes nearby, so this wouldn't actually be happening. But um, for the sake of the exercise, let's say that, right? So I'm not going to wait more than 15 minutes if we're if we're planning to meet up, you know, so beyond our time. 
So this person's behavior, I don't think it's wrong. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's disrespectful. So I've cleared up all my thoughts around it and that sort of mindset work, right? I don't feel angry about it or that they're disrespecting me by not showing up. I just know that this is sort of how they act in the world. I also have decided that I'm respecting my own time. And so my simple boundary is that I want still want her in my life, so I'm not going to shut her out, but I might just say, hey, I really want to meet for coffee and I'm not willing to wait more than 15 minutes. So I know that you run late. That's okay. I'm not going to be mad. I'm not going to be frustrated with you. I'm not going to stop talking to you. But if you're more than 15 minutes late, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go do something else. And that boundary, so that's the one we're going to use throughout. So I'll talk about boundaries in the context of that. Okay, so again, to set it up, the premise is um, out of love for myself and this other person, I've decided I'm not waiting more than 15 minutes when we have a set time that we're meeting up. And I've communicated with that with them. All right, so let's start with what is a boundary. So a boundary is, the definition of it is a line that marks the limits of an area or a dividing line. And if you think about this in terms of property, it's maybe the line between your property and your neighbor's property. If you happen to own physical property um, or your property in the municipality's um, property, or if you're in an apartment, it's maybe beyond your door. And that's whether you own it or you rent or whatever, right? So let's just say the physical property that you're on. And it's helpful, I think, to think of this physicality of it um, and that before we start to translate it into the more personal. So today we're talking more about personal boundaries. So not if somebody comes onto your physical property, but if somebody violates one of your own personal boundaries. And first, like, think about your own personal boundaries. I'll encourage you at the end with some questions. But so on this less physical level, it's where does my person end and yours begin? Another way to think of it is what am I okay with in my life? So this can include things like yelling. Am I okay with that? Personal touch, being around drinking or drugs, people stopping by your house, their different expectations of you doing things like maybe giving them rides, that sort of things. Or in the case of our example, am I okay with waiting for people? And it's ties into the existence you want, your personal boundaries, and they can shift and change, right? So maybe at one point in your life, you really like drinking and you went out and then at some point you shifted and you changed and you really just don't want to be around it anymore. And so a boundary might be, hey, uncle, whoever, if you start drinking at the family event, I'm going to leave because I don't really want to be around it. What it is not, what these personal boundaries are not, is it's not a way to coerce or manipulate people. It's not a way to control the behavior. It's not a way to get people to behave in a certain way so that you can feel a certain way. So for instance, with my boundary with the friend and the coffee, if I was making it from a place of, I want to feel respected, and I would say, you need to show up on time with the subtext of, so I can feel important or so I can feel respected. So that's not what it, we're doing, right? So it's to protect my, I'm doing it out of love for my own time, rather than to coerce them into behaving a certain way. You're still giving the other person choice in how they behave. You're just telling them what will happen, um, what you're going to do, what the consequences. Uh, boundaries are also not ultimatums. And I just said this, but I want to say it again really explicitly, is the other person, other people in your life still can behave exactly as they want to. If we're going back to the physical boundary, someone can still come onto your property. You might tell them that if they don't leave, you're going to call the police or take other measures, they can still walk on your property. That's their choice. And they're choosing to, to accept the consequences, right? So that's their choice to whether they want to or not. 
So why are boundaries important? Boundaries are important because they help protect you and your own integrity. So they make these clear delineations so that you can exist in harmony with yourself and with others. They're the foundation of intimacy that we have with other people. And I know you're thinking maybe like, what do you mean intimacy? If I'm drawing lines between other people, how can that be? But when you have a personal boundary and when you communicate it clearly and you uphold it, it allows you to to be with the other person in a much closer, different way because you've communicated what's okay with you and what you're willing to, to be a part of and they've maybe done the same thing. And then you know each other and you can build um, a very strong foundation for a relationship from that place. Boundaries also help you honor yourself in that same vein. Boundaries keep us from pretending So, so often in relationships, we accept behavior that isn't okay with us and we lie to ourselves and to the other, either very explicitly or um, just by omission. We say, you know, oh, it's okay that you came however late. Or if we're going back to the physical one, oh, it's totally okay that you walk across my property every day, even when inside we don't want that to happen. And it feels like it is a violation. Our boundaries also help people in your life understand how you're feeling. So that's sort of why they're important, right? So they help you build this foundation. Just from the learning perspective, they help you understand yourself and what you want in your life too. And from a growth perspective, they help you um, recognize your own thoughts and um, emotional growth uh, through upholding them. Boundaries aren't requests, right? So this is something that gets confused over and over again in I don't know, in social media land and how they're, how boundaries are talked about. So often boundaries, um, we think that something like, I want my boss to give me more praise with the subtext of, so I can feel like I'm doing a good job or I need my roommate to take out the garbage, something like that, right? These requests that we have of other people and that's not what boundaries are. So remember that people can still do what they want to do. Boundaries can be really challenging because they ask us to clearly communicate something that's important to us. And that can be challenging and uncomfortable. So oftentimes we don't want to set boundaries because we think that it will risk the relationships that we're in, that people won't like us, that we want people to think of us in a certain way. We're afraid of alienating people. We want people to think that we're a good or nice person, you know, that we want to think of people to think of us in a certain way. So having these tough conversations with people that are close to us sometimes doesn't feel like the most important thing or something that we want to do because we're afraid that it's going to go poorly. And that's also natural for our brains, right? Our brains go to the place of how is this going to go wrong versus what could this create? So if you're in this place of wanting to have a conversation about about a boundary, understanding that um, there is the potential for this to go well for it to strengthen your relationship might be a really important thing for you to remember or a thought to cultivate. We often stay in relationships based on pretense and lies, as I mentioned before, because we think that it will this, um, we don't want to rock the boat, right? We're afraid of doing or saying something that might upset the other person thinking that the relationship might end. But really that this means that you're in a relationship that has a shaky foundation. It's based on each of you saying, oh yeah, it's totally okay that you're 15 minutes late all the time when it's not actually okay with you or when you're not willing to follow through on doing something different. 
The other thing that's really challenging or can be challenging about boundaries is that often the other person doesn't agree with them. If we're going back to the example of uncle so-and-so drinking at the family event, they might think it's totally fine to drink. In fact, they probably do. That's why they're drinking. You might not be okay with it or being around it or being around with whatever happens after somebody has started drinking. And so you, when you're making this boundary out of a place of love, which I'll talk about in just a minute, you're okay with them having a different opinion. It doesn't mean anything about you because your boundary is about your own truth and your own integrity and what you want in your life, not about what someone else wants in their life and not about manipulating or coercing people. Your truth is not their truth. That's totally okay. Your boundary is about you. It's not about them. When you do set boundaries, when you do have the tough conversations, you're able to move forward in your relationship with authenticity and without resentment. And some relationships might end, but oftentimes they get stronger, they're strengthened, and you can go forward in a different way. Okay, so how do you set a boundary? So now that we've had all this kind of like background. So for instance, so the first thing you need to do is you need to work through all of your own thoughts about setting a boundary. So if we're going to go back to our friend example... We need to, if we feel frustrated with them or angry or mad, need to work through those feelings first. So you might write down all the feelings. You might get some coaching on it. You might um, see if there are other thoughts or beliefs available to you that help you um, help you be in a place of peace and calm before you set the boundary. And I think something that I haven't mentioned so far, but is really important, is that often when we do feel frustrated about someone violating a boundary, so for instance, the uncle drinking or someone coming on your property or your friend being late, is we're angry with ourselves for not saying something. We're frustrated with ourselves rather than being frustrated with the other person. So part of the frustration is uncle so-and-so is drinking again, but most of it oftentimes is that we haven't communicated this boundary. And so we feel out of alignment with ourselves. And that usually leads to frustration, disappointment, a whole host of other emotions. So remember that you haven't been speaking your own truth. You haven't been taking responsibility for your own emotions. You're not acting from a place of empowerment. And that just naturally feels frustrating for most people. If you do start to set the boundary, so if you do work through those emotions, your boundary looks like a request. So for instance, I know that you're usually late. If you're more than 15 minutes late, I'm going to leave. So the first part is the request. Um, you know, We're requesting to meet for lunch. I'm requesting that you be closer to on time or you communicate when you're actually going to be there. And the consequence is if you don't communicate when you're coming or you don't show up within 15 minutes, I'm going to leave. And you say that from a place of you know, you can add on if you want to in your brain or actually verbally is I'm not going to be mad at you. It's not, it's nothing like that. I just don't want to wait anymore. I don't like sitting around and waiting. There are other things I'd rather be doing with my day. <laughs> so setting this boundary is, it's not meant to manipulate, but it's drawing this line to say, these are my emotions and this is important to me. And this is what I'm going to do to protect myself. This is what I'm going to do that feels most in alignment with me. It doesn't feel in alignment with me to keep waiting around for you for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour for us to have lunch or have our coffee. It feels more in alignment with me to move on with my day to do something else. So that's what I'm telling you. I'm communicating what I'm going to do out of love for myself and out of love for you. And then the second part, or the third part, I guess, because we just had two parts, right? The request and the consequence is you need to actually uphold your consequences. So if you tell your friend, or I told my friend, I'm going to leave if you're not there within 15 minutes, I'll actually leave within 15 minutes. 
This allows me to establish trust with myself and to set this clear line with my friend, right? If I'm still there 45 minutes later, it doesn't really make sense to me. So I'll feel further disempowered and frustrated with myself and will also be confusing for the relationship. So that's the, the third part. And this is the part where really being okay with your own thoughts and emotions that come up is important. So after you set the boundary, if you need to uphold the consequence, if you need to leave the family event because uncle so-and-so has started drinking again, your brain is going to offer you a whole new host of thoughts. Like I'm a bad person for leaving. They'll hate me. Whatever it is that comes up in your brain, notice the thoughts and the feelings and just sit with them. So say, it's okay, brain. I know that this is something different, but it's important. We're learning to trust ourselves. We're learning to uphold boundaries and we'll feel different about this in the future. I mentioned sort of offhand that you need to be in this place of peace and calm. We talked about it a little bit, but I think it's really important. So making a boundary, not out of frustration or anger or trying to hurt somebody, but really getting clear about what your own boundaries are, for instance, around the time and sticking to those will help you feel really, I think, content or maybe satisfied with what's happened. You'll be at peace and you'll have actually less drama upholding the consequence because it feels so in alignment. If you make a boundary out of anger, the consequence isn't going to feel great to you either. But if you make the boundary out of love for you and the other person, the holding upholding the consequence might not feel great, right? It might still feel hard, but it's going to feel like sort of Um, I'm using air quotes here, the right thing to do. And then lastly, I just want to talk about how setting boundaries is related to happiness. So it's come up a couple times as we've talked through boundaries, but um, to say it more explicitly is that when we set boundaries from a place of love for ourselves and respect for ourselves, and when we communicate those to other people, we can start to live more in alignment. And that's this phrase. I laugh as I say it because it's this phrase that gets tossed around a lot, but you know it when it's happening, right? When you are not no longer putting up with things that don't feel in alignment with you, then all of a sudden life, you can feel happier in your life. You do start to feel happier. And sometimes there are thoughts around these things, right? That you can work through. But oftentimes, for instance, with the drinking, it's saying, I actually don't want to be around that anymore. And when you start to set the boundary and follow through with a consequence, you'll start to feel better. You'll start to feel really good about yourself. Another one is I live on an island where people just sort of pop in to our home. Like they they knock once and then they just open the door and come in. And that feels like a, a violation for me. Like it feels like a physical violation, but also more of an emotional one. You're coming into our space. And so telling people, if you just stop by our house, you might find that the door is locked. But if you give me a call and tell me that you're coming by or you knock and you wait for me to answer, you can come in and have a tea and we can chat. But I'm not okay with you just coming into our house. And following through with that could be challenging, right? It could mean that I might alienate people on the island, but it hasn't so far. So far, it's been really helpful. It strengthened the relationships because rather than sitting down and having tea with this feeling of resentment and frustration and anger towards myself... I'm sitting down and feeling really great about spending time with my neighbor and having a different conversation. This goes into people pleasing um, or people manipulating and manuals that we talked about last week, right? So when we, we think that if people behave in a certain way, we'll feel a certain way, or we think that if we behave in a certain way, that people will think something 
about us, which is people pleasing. And those are the reasons. Those are two of the main reasons why we don't set boundaries or why boundaries might be really hard to set because we are living to those, um, those standards. Okay. So boundaries with, with family, with friends around the holidays, they can be powerful. So what can you do? So think about what you want in your life. I mean, oftentimes we just haven't done this work. We haven't even considered it. Like, do I mind being um, waiting for 15 minutes for my friend? Do I mind that somebody just walks into my house? Do I mind that uncle so-and-so drinks or that somebody walks across my property every day? So ask yourself, what are you okay with in your life? What are you not okay with? What are some personal boundaries that you'd like to start setting? And they might be, you know, might be an expectation from a family member that you come home for a week every Christmas when really you don't want to do that. But you need to start setting that personal boundary. I'm not okay with somebody else dictating how I spend my time. And then create a consequence and create it out of a space of love. This is this work um, can be applied in so many different areas. It can be applied with um, your work-life balance. It can be applied with friends. It can be applied with time. It can be applied with money. So it's a really powerful concept if you start to implement it. And it does take becoming aware of your thoughts and being okay with different emotions that come up. But when you do that, know that you're going to start to feel this whole different level of contentment and satisfaction and that sort of that more, that deeper happiness that comes when you're living your truth. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope that your December is going well and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're looking for another way to bring a little bit of joy into your life, I have just the thing for you. My Feel Your Feelings mini course is designed to help you develop emotional literacy and increase your emotional resilience. It's totally free and available for you by going to Cecilia, that's C-E-C-E-L-I-A-B Mandrick, M-A-N-D-R-Y-K dot com forward slash free training. I just know you're going to love it. We'll see you back here next week on Happiness Created. See you then. Here's a quick reminder to follow this podcast so you can get your weekly dose of happy delivered right to the top of your favorite podcast app. All you need to do is open the Apple Podcast or Spotify app on your phone, search for Happiness Created, click on the show, and hit the little plus sign or follow button in the upper right corner. I'll meet you back here next week.